want to talk about what it would mean for us to read and proclaim the scriptures in today's 21st century uh, missional context. Uh, and to use that, I've brought a couple things to illustrate. Uh, first, I want to show a, a football jersey. And you know, if you're an American football fan, you probably don't recognize this. But if you're a world football fan, uh, this is one of the premier teams in the world's jersey, AC Milan, from the Italian top division. And the reason I use this jersey is this, this illustrates one of the things that as soon as we begin to read the Bible today, uh, we immediately find ourselves speaking into a context where everything seems different and we have a, a planet full of great diversity. And soccer epitomizes that. If you look, here's an Italian soccer team. And if you look carefully, look at the primary sponsors for this. It's Fly Emirates. And so think about this. Here's a team that plays in Italy whose sponsor is an Arab airline and they write the sponsor's name in English. It's not fly in Italian, it's fly in English. And there we have the shirt manufacturer's Adidas. And if you're familiar with sports apparel, Adidas is actually a company from Germany. So here we have a top level Italian soccer team with a sponsor from the Middle East, with their shirt sponsor from Germany. And the name of the, uh, this jersey belongs to a player named Clarence Seedorf. He's number 10. As you can see, I don't know how to do laundry very well, so I burned off my own jersey numbers here. But Clarence Seedorf is a Dutchman of African descent in playing in Italy. And Clarence is married to a woman from Brazil. And he writes an occasional blog for the New York Times. Uh, this jersey was manufactured in China, and I bought it from a friend of mine who is from Trinidad. So you put all those things together and this shows how much our planet has shrunk. And so when we begin to read the Bible in this context, we have to be mindful that uh, of the other always, that the persons who are trying to understand the scriptures are often gonna be different from ourselves, not simply because we're Christians and they aren't, but just given the incredible diversity that our planet finds. So that's one of the problems that we face as interpreters. We gotta always be thinking about our context. Who is my mission? Who am I reading the Bible for? And we need to begin to hear it through the ears of those whom we're trying to reach and not simply from our own context, whether it's in a church office, in a Sunday school class. We begin to need to begin to hear the Bible as it would sound to those who are still living in the world who may be different from ourselves. Uh, my second thing I want to show is... Uh, um, as, as these rocks. Um, I teach uh, exegesis of Exodus for the seminary, and um, these are rocks from the Red Sea. One of my students went to the Holy Land recently, and she brought me back uh, rocks from the Red Sea, which I thought was really cool, because here we go, I have an illustration. And so I had shown these to the seminary class, and we'd just been talking about the Exodus, so this was very appropriate, and I saw that uh, students were kind of excited, so I went home. Um, and I just live in a little town called Vito, northeast uh, corner of Orlando, um, in a typical kind of suburban context. We live right by the school. And so I went out in the front yard while the, the kids waiting for my children to come home from elementary school. And I was showing off my rocks from the Red Sea because I thought people would be interested in it. So I showed my daughters and uh, they were interested because they'd heard the story. Um, but as some of the other parents were bringing their kids home, I was um, you know, just showing off the rock. And I immediately discovered that no one knew what I was talking about. Um, even the Christian, my Christian friends I, that I knew were Christians who had come by, I was shown on the rock. And I live in Oviedo, and Oviedo's kind of, uh, I don't know, 
kind of typical upper middle class, so people don't like to think they don't know something. So I was asking, hey, look at this rock from the Red Sea, and some of my Christian friends were giving me that look like, I know I'm supposed to know what it is, but I don't, and I'm not going to ask what it is. And, and so, you know, maybe I'm not surprised in, in our world um, that persons who don't, who aren't Christians yet don't know about the Red Sea, but what does it mean when we read the Bible when even the persons who should know the story uh, don't know the story. So as we think about reading the scriptures um, in 2012 and beyond, uh, we have the great opportunity to retell the gospel story. But if we're going to do that as proclaimers, we need to, again, um, rethink about the location from which we read the scriptures. Um, we no longer live in a uh, kind of the privileged place of maybe previous generations of proclaimers who could assume that most people um, were either at least nominally Christian or at least knew the Christian story. Um, we no longer have that opportunity. We have, instead, we have, to, we have to really assume that even in our churches, people don't um, know where to start. So think about it. If, if people don't know what the Red Sea is in our churches, if people don't know those fundamental stories from the Old Testament, we know that people don't even know what John 3.16 is anymore. Um, a few years ago when the University of Florida won the national championship, uh, Tim Tebow had John 3.16 written on his face, and statistics showed that on that night they were playing the championship game, um, John 3.16 was the number one search in Google. Again, good news of all the things we could be looking for on the Internet, it's John 3.16. Bad news is... How is it possible that in, even in the Bible Belt that persons don't know what John 3.16 is and have to look it up on, on the Internet? So what does it mean to read the Bible in this kind of a context? It means that fundamentally we need to begin to think about what would it look like to learn not to speak just to Christians or learn to speak to non-Christians, but what would it look like maybe for the first time if we think about what's it mean to speak human? We have this great opportunity now to reteach rethink, recall, reproclaim, reteach the scriptures.